0: Correct, correct. All right, guys, final subject, uh, Coming to America 2, the long T-sequel to Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall's classic 1988 comedy, Coming to America, will hit Amazon Prime in December. The projected streaming arrival date is December 18th, according to Variety, who said Tuesday that Paramount Pictures is now in the process of selling the comedy to Amazon Studios. Final details of the agreement are still said to be in the middle of uh, being nailed down from Complex. However, at least according to Tuesday's report, the deal uh, could reportedly include tie-ins with McDonald's and Crown Royal. Oh, man. And while securing uh, the coming to- sequel <laughs> uh, would be uh, a victory for anyone lucky enough to pull it off, Tuesday report notes that Paramount's sale is arguably inspired by the studio's response to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, which has effectively paused any real chance of theatrical releases per uh, variety. The deal between Paramount and Amazon is worth an estimated $125 million. Whew. They cashed out of that one. I wonder how much that movie cost to make. I, I'm sure it didn't cost that, because I think they signed it, uh, They filmed it down at Tyler Perry Studios. Um, so I'm sure it didn't, that, that movie probably cost... Maybe seventy million dollars to make or something like. Because I mean, they, let's say they we're traveling to Africa itself, which we know they didn't do in the first movie. Uh, um, what, what's the, the, the real costs outside of paying Eddie Murphy? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are what are <laughs> what are the huge costs in that? So I wonder how much uh, that movie cost to make. And I mean, I, be, I mean, they're not breaking even. They're, they're, I mean, of course, but of course, they would have made more money than one hundred uh, twenty of twenty five million dollars had that been theatrically released. You know what I'm saying? That's probably doing even if we're just talking about I mean, you're going to still have white people that grew up back in those days to come and see that that was that movie was loved outside of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: You're probably getting at least four hundred million dollars. Uh, as far as what they was going to make. And I'm saying
1: that- Dang, look at you, Mr. Box Office. I'm just saying, that, and I'm only saying
0: that also, that, and I'm saying that if, if everyone didn't turn out, like it would be good, but not great. I could see it, if it did really well, it would probably be like around six hundred because million. I'm talking about a comedy. It's not like a Marvel movie or something like that. But uh yeah, that that's true.
1: man. The times I'm that... taking you with me before I see Universal next time. <laughs> the, times, <laughs>
0: the times that we live in to where going to the movies is obsolete. Listen, I'm gonna tell Hollywood right now. Absolutely. Y'all can that's hold true. on, y'all can hold on to those films as long as you want, specifically Marvel. You may as well start dropping those babies, man. Cause ain't <laughs> going back. I'm listen, I'm telling you right now it'll be a long, it'll be a, a, a cold day in hell before I hit the movie theater in the next two years.
1: Right. Uh, I'm so pissed about Dune being pushed back. That's the one I wanted. Really? And you're right. It's like, yeah. now is it even worth it to go to the theater ever again? Why? <laughs> Why, dude? It was already- I mean, it's still the experience, but... Yeah, still, still. Listen, none of us,
0: I don't think any of us have been ardent moviegoers over the last five or six years. I go see Star Wars and some Marvel movies. That's it. Right? <laughs> and I go I go with my family. Like it's like that's it's like stuff that we we did as a family. That was the only thing we were going to say. And listen, even some of those times I missed that. I didn't go see I didn't go see the last two I think Star Wars movies at the show. Maybe maybe I saw the second one and I didn't see the third one at the at the movie theater. But, like, I've missed out on even doing that, and that's before the pandemic hit. So you actually think I'm going to go sit in a room with strangers coughing uh, for two, two and two and a half, three hours to go watch some shit that sooner or later I can watch on the screen and i pay
1: for What if they make the uh, plexiglass-like penalty box oh, for every oh, scene? <laughs> like,
0: and listen, on top of that, there were times I was in the theater with people I didn't want to be with in the first place as far as these strangers. So now you just give me more incentive to stay the hell away from them. Listen, my screen is what, nice what enough.
1: What if they give you, you know, like one of those fighter jets just attached uh, to your face and yeah. then they give nah, you a sanitizer?
0: Now you're talking. You talking. I really <laughs> would like that. I re- Listen, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. All right, so let's run with that real quick, Brian. So you press those 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 uh, minimum wage uh, employees to clean off that. Well, that,
1: no, you can. They'll put a little sanitizer box right next to you, and and, and you I clean it. I clean it. Up.
0: I cleaned off my so the jet mask strapped to my face also smells like hand sanitizer. So now I'm a hand, hand. No,
1: they a fresh, they have a fresh thing that that makes it better. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'm just saying. Like, if, if you tell me, you know, maybe it'll be like the toilet seat. They'll give you that. Uh, that goes, tissue paper <laughs> and then put a film over <laughs> the.
0: Wait, you the boy speaking? Let me ask you this. You know the toilet seats? I find I, I used to see them in airports a lot. You know the toilet seats that it has the plastic all the way around the toilet seat, and basically when you get off, it goes and it, it takes right. the away. And I always thought like yeah. well, it's just going around in a circle.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> right. like, like mm, mm, you trying to trick me. <laughs> just some like heavy <laughs> bleach is being poured, so if nah, there's dude, any stain, a, it just listen. doesn't
0: look right. Right. I'm not a bare asser, Ryan. So, uh, no, like when I see bare asses, like you, you you come into the, the to the restroom and you be like, wait, that dude didn't put the, the, the little mm. thing down. Like you, like That's you out scary. here. Yeah, dude. And y'all do that shit
1: a lot. <laughs> Who's y'all? <young? laughs> a lot. Like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, damn. Wow. I didn't know we were going to get racist. Though, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying,
0: I'm just saying racist <laughs> just bare ass
1: us whites poop you know, just fine you know you know,
0: <laughs> you know you know when you think you own everything when you just put your bare ass anywhere
1: oh man you know
0: you think you you're you
1: selling everything. <laughs> you're selling the the good name
0: <laughs> oh shit oh shit and listen on top of that i'm not putting this on just white folks the motherfuckers that come out. Well, I own that toilet, so I'll just sit <laughs> on <it. laughs> the, mother- <laughs> the motherfuckers that come out of the stall and walk straight out the door. It's so interesting oh, yeah. to all of us that are behind you. Because you like, touch, touch my balls when you touch this door, basically. Like, they, those nasty bastards who do. Sydney, how are the facilities inside of UPS? Matter oh, of- I can tell uh, you. Not that good. Just-
2: yeah, they've been cleaning them um, more frequently now since the pandemic. Oh, they actually clean them now, huh? Yeah. So, okay. mm-hmm. they
1: yeah stepped picture, it up. Uh what, like uh, the jail cell back in, like, uh, the Green Mile? Yeah, something like that is the UPS bathroom. It's
0: nothing like yeah. grade, grade school bathrooms. Grade school bathrooms, like stalls didn't work. Some of them, like like we. First of all, I I may have taken two dumps in grade school with that, right? Like two, like literally
1: two, because I was not coming. Yeah, who the hell was dumping in grade school? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Worked, I gotta take a dump.
0: Because it is still being a damn toilet, right? We like damn, right. The
1: urinals half work. One urinal would be overflowing. Who the hell was that? You got a ghost? Oh. <laughs> Taking <it> a dump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> know, but yeah, grade school. And I went to Kenton's. I went to use the bathroom one day picking Kenton up, and the shit hasn't changed,
1: right? It's just like, damn, these grade school bathrooms still effing suck. Right? Like, They'd always like overflow. They'd always be the, the overflow. It's always yep. the overflow. It's always... I'm going to use three pounds of toilet paper. Right, right. That would be yeah. like... Ooh,
0: ooh. Listen, I'm going to tell you one thing, too. I can't stand. I cannot stand somebody who intentionally tries to make toilets overflow. And I've seen grown people do this shit. It's like, what the fuck are you
1: intentionally. doing?
0: Intentionally? Yeah, it's like, why you have all that damn... You don't know how to wipe your ass. you grown as hell. You still don't know how... to yep. It's do- like a pound of toilet paper stuck right.
2: into the toilet. Right, yep. right. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yep. Like, stop, mm-hmm. right?
0: Like, just... Ugh. And that's my... Uh, my rant on toilet etiquette and how it <laughs> should necessarily go. <laughs> so,
1: when did uh, we start coming to America too? We ended with shit. With, okay, we
0: definitely ended with shit. What does
1: that say about that that movie? No, Early reviews.
0: I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good. Uh, you know what? You know what makes me think it, it depends good? how much hoax is put in there. When I thought like him doing Dolomite, I was kind of like, "Come on, Eddie! Like you gonna do that first too?" I was like, that, that, I don't know about that. But watching it, really, listen, it helped, it helped change my mind on Dolomite himself. And I kind of had known some of that stuff that it was, you know, it was just a character and all that. But to get that backstory and see, you know what I'm saying, what he was doing, and for him to put Dolomite up on the the, 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 platter that, the, the, the plateau that he should be placed upon, um, that made me feel better about coming to America. Because I was like, the Dol- Dolomite was pretty good. You know what I'm saying, for, for being a comedy, uh, it was pretty good. Because I used to, I'm, I'm not the biggest black exploitation uh, fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen a few of them. I love the Mac, but I didn't see the Mac until I was, like, 18 years old. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm still not the hugest black ex- I, I just thought that was kind of crazy, being a kid. Like, black exploitation films, and that's the, that's the thing? Right? Like, it just doesn't sound right, right? But I get that, you know what I'm saying, there was only so many lanes that we could have or whatever back in those days. So that was, that's why those movies were necessarily made. But uh, yeah, I think I think Come to America is gonna
1: be good because I, he he made me feel better after watching Dolomite. I could be wrong, though, no, but I think it would be I think it'd be pretty. I don't think- I'd want to see who the writer and directors are. I didn't look into that because the
0: director is Craig Brewer, who recently worked with Eddie Murphy on Dolomite. Uh, is my name? Okay, that's good. And he also I uh, believe he he worked on like, The Empire or something like that too. He worked on Empire
1: because like you know sometimes when they try to do like I'm thinking of Top Gun 2 like i feel like that movie's just destined to be bad cuz it's just like they're going to harp on so many of the things in top gun 1 that's just going to be like oh look they re- still, made top still, gun 1 right. 30 years on later still holding to these old grudges 40 years later like we want to see those characters from coming to america but they've got to like be a little bit different a little mm. aged a little weathered they got to progress and you need you need enough freshness in that story it can't mm. be like too much of a retread of things that really worked back in the first one because that's when those movies stink. It's just like, oh, let's get the laugh track out.
0: Totally. I totally agree, I totally agree with you. So hopefully it'll be good. Sydney, what do you think is going to be... Uh, what, what, what would you think, the Coming to America, is going to be good or bad or what?
2: Uh, I'm kind of indifferent on that. Hopefully it'll, it'll be as good as the first one, but classic movies like, like Ryan just said, like Coming to America, they're so hard to... Live up to expectations because the bar is so high, and like you mentioned earlier, Kent, it was loved by everyone—not just people that look like us. It was embraced by everybody else. So, it's kind of like Brian said—you had to incorporate some new things that's happening in today's society, but trying to keep the originality as well. It's really so hard to do. Look uh, at—I'll give a quick example, like. House Party, there was uh, three, four movies uh, after that. House Party 2, I kind of liked it, but it wasn't like the original. The original is the standard, and it started going downhill ever since. So it's kind of hard to live up to the original. Uh, to the original film. <laughs> Don't put coming to American House Party. Even listen.
0: <laughs> at one point, House Party That's was just funny. because let, Sydney's, uh,
1: Sydney's anti-immigration. That's Mason, it,
0: Correct. correct. <laughs> listen, I had to be 11, maybe, when House Party came out. And, and we we and my my buddy, some girls, who bought our ticket. We was at the Evergreen uh, Plaza when the movie theater was there. And they wouldn't let us buy the ticket. And we had uh, the, the movie that we, when we first got there, we had to wait two hours because it was sold out, right? So we had Mm -hmm. walked around the mall with these girls. They bought us our ticket. We hung out with them the whole day. They were older than us or whatever. Um, And we went to see it. And at that point, that was the funniest movie I had seen in my effing life. Like, it was hilarious. So I'm not discounting how good it was, but Coming to America is on a different scope because like, it hit me, I didn't think about it. My grandmother took me and my brother and I think some of our friends to see Coming to America. She didn't even sit with us, but clearly she wanted to see it. That's why she took us to go see it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I'm dropping, mm-hmm. you. oh, she went to go see it herself. Uh, so like, as we were saying, like it even, it went through just not just different races, but different age groups, as far as people wanting to come out and check out that movie. Uh, so definitely it was historic, but it's always kind of funny how, I mean, and it's not on the same level. This wasn't as good. Like white people love Come to America, but they feel like Harlem Nights was a flop. And we love All of Nights nice in the Hood. Like that like it was like we That is a classic film, yeah. Like, we love it. but they was like, nah, that's what it was like, nah, it's like, no, that's not how we now nah, we not how we feel about that. But uh yeah, I, I still think like I said, from Dolomite, I, I feel like uh, after seeing him pull that off that this is gonna be good. But look.